Welcome, and thank you for listening today. This Caregiver Life podcast focuses on caregivers from all walks of life. Throughout the episode, we will hear from caregivers on the front line, those who do the day-to-day, sometimes hour-to-hour caregiving. We will also hear from care recipients, professionals in the field of caregiving, and other various topics of interest to those living this caregiver life. It might be. Well, welcome to this Caregiver Life podcast. We're so excited you've joined us for our holiday survival series. And to go along uh, with Mayor and I, we have a special guest. Would you mind introducing yourself? You bet. Um, So my name is Sean Moore, and I am a caregiver to my husband, Mm -hmm. who is in the Army, and we live in Missouri. Okay, and you're not just a caregiver, though. You you do a lot of things in the community. So tell us a little bit more about Sean. Okay, that's so funny because <laughs> that's, that's so yeah. Will. That's what I tell um, every caregiver I come across. What about you? Um, <laughs> so um, I, so when I became an Elizabeth Dole Fellow in 2017, I saw many fellows that were just taking this advocacy role and running with it, and and it really meant something to me. I wanted to go home and do the same thing that I saw from many fellows before me, um, two sitting in front of me. Um, (laughs) So that's that's where it started for me. I wanted Kansas City to be a better community for our military and veteran caregivers. So I started a support group first and then kind of took it a little bit further and started a nonprofit called Caregivers on the Home Front. And we support caregivers of all eras. That was one of the things that I really saw that um, some programs were lacking. And I I just have a passion. When you live something every day mm-hmm. and you see others going through the same thing, for me, I just want to do as much as I can to help. Well, I, maybe this isn't the same for you, but I know um, when I first got into advocacy, I realized sharing my story helping other people in turn helped me. And the more I did it, the better I felt. Is, is that one of your driving passions? Most definitely. And I think that um, if we can't say that, you know, uh, something, something may be wrong because it does help the person that is telling their story and what's going on in their life just as much as it helps other people. And mm-hmm. I believe, um, in 2017, my husband, when he had a suicide attempt, it was me being able to tell that story that helped me along mm-hmm. in that journey yeah. to get through that. Had I not been able to tell my story and continually stuff that down, it, in the end, it's going to come out somewhere. Yeah. So it really did. It was a huge help for me. And I can remember um, just here recently, so I had to write my story down, which mm. I never really have written it down. Getting into a little exposure therapy here. Right? <laughs> it was really hard for me to write it down. Yeah. But one of the things that I said was when I had, I can remember having my first ever holding a support group. And one of the caregivers that came in, I believe the only thing that I had to offer her that night was free food. She gave me a wealth of information that I knew nothing about. So many resources that I knew nothing about. So yeah, it 
it most definitely helped me along in my journey. Well, I'm going to ask you to share um, a holiday survival story or a tactic. Um, but before I do that, I just want to share something with our listeners. And, and this may be something that, that Mayor doesn't even know. Um, I've, I've been uh, blessed to be a guest speaker at one of at your caregiver retreats um, in uh, Unity Village, Missouri, a beautiful venue. Uh, The work that you're doing with caregivers over the course of a few days is uh, transforming lives. Um, But it it transformed my family's life in a very unique way that you may not even be aware of. Um, One of your other guests, uh, when I spoke, uh, asked me about my, my son, Um, who finished up his time in the Marine Corps and was really looking to get his feet on the ground in in a certain industry. He had done some work uh, as an electrician. He had an electrical background from the Marine Corps, but but hadn't quite found the right place to land. Knew some friends that were working in HVAC and decided that might be a good path for him. So we were looking for educational opportunities, and it was at your caregiver retreat that I met some uh, a, another caregiver, but who she's also an advocate. Uh, she works in the in the military transition field, so she she works with service members who are about to become civilians. And so, in her, just her asking me about my family and me share me sharing me being open, right? Caregivers are were so yes. guarded, mm-hmm. um, and that's one of the things that's changed about me um, in the last few years since I started telling my story. Yes. And she said, "Well, you know." there's a school in Texas and I can send you an email and introduce you to the to the school and before I knew it my son was enrolled at Perfect Technician Academy in Weatherford Texas I'm very happy to tell you that on September 21st he graduated that's wonderful. he's now full-time employed he's got certifications He's probably not listening to this podcast because he's fixing somebody's furnace. Um, And I'll give a little shout out to Summers Heating and Cooling, who hired him right out of school and to the Perfect Technician Academy and to Shantae Hall, who uh, was so generously offered that information. That is, to me, it is. And that's what it, to me, that's what it's all about. It Mm -hmm. is such a wonderful experience and if anyone has an ounce of faith, and that's that's those God moments that mm-hmm. we sometimes miss. Mm-hmm. And I do, uh, faith is a big uh, part of my past. It's something I set aside after my brother was wounded for a long time mm-hmm. and really have just recently come back to it. Um, your retreats are held in a, in a very uh, a faith-based environment, although they're not faith-based right. retreats. Right. You're just given that space. Yes. Um, and I, I really can't thank you enough. For, I was the guest speaker, and yet here I was getting mm-hmm. connected and supported. So um, really, I think September 21st is going to be a new holiday in our family because that's the that. day my son yeah. graduated. I love yeah. that. That is super exciting, and it is. It's a very... Um, Unity Village and the reason why we continue to have it there is just because the sense of peace that it brings to the environment that we're trying to to emulate anyway just makes it all that better and it's a beautiful it's a beautiful setting and you know when we're talking about holiday survival uh, maybe it's putting yourself in a beautiful environment you know mayor uh, it spends time uh, at the at the beach at the riverside um, that that helps her reset um, 
a place like the the campus at Unity Village with beautiful flowers and reflecting yes. ponds that can also help you reset. Do you have any other holiday survival uh, stories or tactics to share? I do. When you first said something about holiday survival, one of the things that came to mind was that it's okay to take yourself away from holiday get-togethers. You're getting invited to cookie exchanges and secret Santas and hanging with the in-laws and eggnog parties. And And even maybe your own family, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. For me growing up as a kid and then when I had children, the holidays and most all holidays were really big deals in my family and one of the things when I married my husband my family did not understand what PTSD was so are you married post-injury man I am okay post-injury a lot of people would assume that you were with him when he got hurt no no Um, my husband and I met in 2013 when he was already transition, transitioned out of the military just waiting for that final piece of paper that said you have been medically retired. Okay. So um, in a past life I was a military spouse mm-hmm. long long time ago so we had some sort of connection um, but I, I was so I never I never did the deployments with him. I've gotten the aftermath of oh. it. So um, my family um, I had been single for 12 years when I met my husband, had four girls, have four girls, and was doing well on my own. And my family, because I believe they just didn't take the time or wanted to learn about mm-hmm. what PTSD is, what's depression, what's anxiety, what's It can be easier to ignore those things, yes. especially with a new family member. Yes. And, and it was like that. We really felt like outcasts any time that we went around, around my family. So we made the decision, well, at our wedding, none of them were there. They chose not to come. So, so we made the decision that we would not participate in any family um, holiday activities. And although, yes, that's sad, right? Departure from tradition. It is. Mm -hmm. We had to find our new tradition Mm -hmm. and what we do as a family. Mm -hmm. And for me, although I grew up around family every holiday, for me now, it is very... um, it's actually a sense of peace hmm. and calm not going there. Right, because you don't want to feel conflicted. You love your family, and it's hard for you because they don't relate to what your husband's going through, or at least they don't want to talk about it. They want to, they want to carry on. Yes. Um, and I respect that. Uh, but I also I really admire you for saying, hey, that's not how we're going to roll. Right. We're going to do this other thing that's healthy for us. It can be yeah. so difficult. Exactly. That, that goes back to letting go. Letting go. Letting go. Being able to let go of what, 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 what had worked yes. in your life and being open to what is coming into your life. Yes. What you make of it, the choices that you make, 
Um, and then again, letting go when the time is right to letting go, because really nothing stays the same. Yeah. Not for any of and us, regardless of whether we're caring for somebody or not. And it's when you hold on to those things that are not good for you, it makes your life very difficult. Exactly. And I think we just need to be okay with that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Although my family may have not been okay with that, this is what works for us and our family right now. Mm-hmm. So being yeah. okay with that... Um, I mean, it really did. It, it lifted a huge burden off of me. Ah, yeah. From meeting so, everyone else's expectations. expectations. Yeah. Yes. A couple of pounds, I mean, like a... Yeah. Right? And I just have to say, um, you feel a little lighter, I think. Yeah. Uh, it, and it's hard. It's hard to cut away a bit. And it doesn't mean you have to cut out. No. It just means, you, you know, you're doing what's right for you. And, and you're being fluid doesn't mean you're not going to have traditional holidays ever exactly. again, but it means that's what you're doing right now. It's all about setting those boundaries, mm-hmm. and those boundaries are sometimes hard to set. Mm-hmm. But in, in, in any life, we need to set boundaries. But I think it's extremely important for caregivers to know their boundaries, mm-hmm. be true to their boundaries, and be okay with setting those. Mm-hmm. And it's not magic. It doesn't happen overnight. No, no it doesn't sound no. easy. <laughs> it's no. not easy, and it doesn't happen no. overnight. And, and you know, and I often say that when we, sh- when I share my story, our story of caregiving and family life and the challenges that we faced, from where I sit now, I can say, well, this happened and that happened. But man, that sounded so easy because it wasn't. No. no. It was often finding yourself in very dark places that were not comfortable. Were um, really challenging to work your way out of, not having enough money, wondering how you're going to pay your bills, shoveling the snow again by yes. yourself yes. so there's nobody to shovel it because he was too sick to do it. Right. There's all of those moments that really make that a challenge of letting go and finding new ways. Mm-hmm. And it's important that you do, but it, but it isn't easy. And I, I hope that when people are listening to us, our caregivers out there, that we know the struggle. Yeah. We get the struggle. And if it sounds like it was easy for us, mm-hmm. it was not. No. And it's not easy even not today. today. Not, not, not even, even today. It, it, no. It's, no, it's not. I mean, it. Um, I, I always want the caregivers that I come into contact with to know that as much as I may look like I have everything going on on the mm-hmm. outside, mm-hmm. I live this journey every day. Yep. Still live it every day. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's an easier journey. And some days, there are days that I go, you know what? Don't want to do this today. I need to take a break. And looks like my bed looks really good today. <laughs> you know? And Mayor was talking yeah, about binge watch some TV, you yes. know, order in, take a complete departure from what your normal day looks like so that yes. you can reset. And I think that's really important. Well, we've had days where we just had enough of everything. And I closed the front door. You said, I just can't take one more thing. <laughs> and we binge stuff on TV. And it could be a Friday afternoon for two hours. Because that's just what we need to do. We yeah. need to decompress. We need to forget about all the things that are happening in our life right now. Because they're going to be there. 
They're going you, to be there when you wake up. They will be there when that, you <laughs> know, whatever right. it is that you're watching is over. And yes. I have a message just for our listeners who aren't caregivers. And maybe maybe a caregiver in their life has has had to make take some steps backwards or they, they are an employer of a caregiver that they mm-hmm. and they may have noticed that they haven't gotten to all their emails or just to take a look behind that curtain and yes. say, well, what's really going on? What is this, what's this caregiver experiencing? Um, is there a way for me to help? Or should I just stay back and allow them that space, you know, for this day, you know, to get through what they need to get through? Um, and I think it's really important for us to, to, to be more positive when it comes to caregivers and the, and the crazy topsy-turvy lifestyle that they experience. Sean, um, as we wrap up here, could you please tell uh, folks who are listening how they can find out more about caregivers on the home front? Most definitely. Um, so you can go online at caregivers-homefront.org. You can find us on social media, caregivers on the home front. And please reach out to us, email us with any questions. We do have a restorative weekend application open right now for those caregivers in leadership positions Mm. and then our next often overlooked is the empowered caregiver who does need support yes so we thought that um, we would do that um, in january and then our next one will be in april that is for all caregivers so please look up be on the lookout for that um i I guarantee you it's a weekend that you won't forget, although it is a hard weekend because uh, we want you to work on your mental health and wellness to sustain this journey. Well, um, having attended, I, I, I can tell you that the offerings are uh, phenomenal. Uh, the food is fantastic. Yes. Uh, <laughs> feed you well. I'm going to sign up just for the food. Yeah. Nope. Feed the, you uh, well. <laughs> it's a very comfortable uh, space uh, where you can connect with uh, whatever divinity that speaks to your heart. Um, and. Uh, in just such a protective environment so uh, thank you for all the hard work that you do with that and uh, thanks for joining us for this uh, this caregiver life podcast and uh, if you're listening to us and you, and you can give us a five-star review uh, leave share us on your social media so that other caregivers and people who support caregivers can can find this caregiver life um, we're all over social media we are we are on instagram at this caregiver life Facebook, This Caregiver Life, Twitter, at This Care, This Care, This Caregiver. This Caregiver. <laughs> or just This Caregiver. Uh, Twitter is all about abbreviation. Yeah. Yes. So, yeah, just this. And if you have a message and you want to reach out to us, if you if you want any resources that we can possibly, mm-hmm. you know, that we we know of, we're happy to send them to you, ideas for future shows, potentially being a guest, maybe a caregiver yourself, or somebody who provides services like Sean, mm-hmm. you can get us at... Um, Send us a message at thiscaregiverlife at gmail.com. Yeah, fantastic. And you may not know this, but we were rated a, a, a top 10 uh, caregiver podcast. I did. That's, it. That's awesome. We're pretty proud of that. And uh, yeah. we're, we're, if you came to us because you saw us on that list, thank you for listening. Uh, and uh, thanks for joining us. Thank you. All right. Until next time. Yep, until next time.